2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, Bob, the last name on this list, you obviously know who I'm going to ask you about. But I always, the reason why I put these two together, because I say this, in the 70s, and you can talk a little bit more about it later on, but in the 70s basketball was just kind of like whole hum and all drum, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson changed this game and they made it exciting. They made their players be accountable for their actions on the court. Tell us about Larry Bird.
0: Well, in passing, you know, the past, the fact that the the, the thing that they both did best, they did other things but the thing they both did best was pass. that certainly starts with, with, you know, in Larry's case as well, he lived passing. Um, Yeah, they came along and the the league was so lucky. Not only did they come along the same year, but they came along in the franchises where they were, which, which were, they had a little history back, you know, from the sixties naturally. And, and you were able to, they both went to the right place, you know, in a sense, and 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 that 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 was made it exponentially better. And they and they respected each other so much uh, on the court. Didn't really get to know each other well until midway through the career. Or so, but they they because they became very friendly and still are to this day. But um, oh Larry, look, so many things I can say about Larry uh, on the court. I'm going to throw this one out at you, Coop, and you know you uh, and, and we'll get to you and Larry. I'll get to you and Larry. And uh, <laughs> um, my belief is that. Nobody in the history of the game ever accomplished more with the ball in his hands less than Larry Bird. I mean, the difference, when I look at LeBron today, now the two greatest passing forwards of all time are Larry and LeBron. I mean, Rick Barry will be yelling, and what about me? All right, fine. But but those are my answers, okay? But LeBron, first of all, he's not a, you know, he's, he's a queen on the chessboard. But as a he he has the ball all the time. And and he should. We don't argue with that. He'll need a point guard. He got the but he, but Larry was never. Larry was you know. Hey, who knows better than you? Larry was thinking two steps ahead. You know about was going to do the ball before he got it. He could see where who was where. Where were he had a picture in his head of where everybody was. And and he he had that he limited touches to get the assist that he got, as opposed to any other passing forward you want to name. And. That's the most amazing thing to me is, is what he accomplished with the bonus hands, as infrequently as it really was. Now, have, as the man who guarded him better than anybody else, which Larry Bird will be the first person to, to tell the world, uh, what's your feeling about that? Did you feel that he always had the ball, or did you? Because one reason he didn't when they played the Lakers is that you were keeping him from getting the ball. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was your job. People,
2: people always ask me who's the hardest player I've ever had to guard. And there was Michael Jordan, George Gervin, the late, great Mike Mitchell. I mean, so many players. I always say Larry Bird, and I say this for the reason because with Larry, okay, say if you're guarding Michael, when Michael passed the basketball, he kind of hung on his shorts and he sat off to the side. With Larry, when he passed the basketball is when he became more dangerous. He -hmm. was either setting a pick, coming off a pick, Catching the ball, passing the ball, so he was the one you always had to stay attentive to mm-hmm. the whole twenty-four seconds of that offensive play for the Celtics. And you know what? Oh, he's gonna get an offensive rebounds. He was gonna do something to help his team uh, have the best chance of scoring at that point. So I always say as him. So I, I'm with you, Bob. He didn't need the basketball to affect the game. Obviously, he was great with the basketball, but he did so many other setting good picks for people
0: and there's, who else can you say that about to that degree nobody i remember in the prime in when michael was on his ascendancy and mike and larry and magic ruled and here comes michael and then michael eventually became the guy we all know that you know um uh i said this is one thing i just want to tell you folks i said there's one thing that mike i saw larry bird now this is a gospel truth verifiable one night in phoenix they were losing big time at the half, and and they come out in the third quarter and larry did not take a shot but dominated the game. He had seven assists in the third quarter, and they came back and won the game. And that's example of the thing he could affect the game uh, without, you know, and without taking a shot more than my, Michael could never do that. Never Michael had yeah. to have the ball. I yeah. mean, to do it had to have it, and had to. And, and I'm not gonna. I, I I won't. I'll leave Magic on. I'll let you address this aspect of it for Magic, but but for Larry, uh, it was amazing, and um, he he uh, no one. No one to the degree that Larry Bird did it affected the game more without even having the ball with his hands or, or, or taking a shot, or at least not, not taking a shot.
2: You know what, Bob? Uh, I was friends with Dennis Johnson. You know, we grew up here in California and all that. And uh, Dennis, used to, he told me this one story. <laughs> we were playing, I guess it was in 84, 85, one of the series, but Casey Jones was drawing up a play. And uh, Larry was kind of like watching, watching, and then finally Larry said, "Hey, coach, t- give me the fucking ball till everybody get out the way." I <laughs> love that story because that's dominance there. That's some some yeah. the only great ones say and do. Yeah, he would
0: and he was still comfortable doing that, and, and 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 you know you wouldn't take you wouldn't take offense, dude, yeah, yeah, with your yeah DJ. I'm glad you brought him up. Uh, I I truly sad when I think about you know DJ Damn. not not being with us. He's yeah, too no, He was way too young and he was an interesting interesting player interesting man interesting player um i mean he he was vital when they got him i mean what did you all right well, let me ask you you know when, when phoenix trades him to la of to boston and before the 83-84 season uh what, what was the chatter on your team what was your what were you thinking what, what, what was the chatter in your locker room
2: about well, you know when what? Going to Boston? like i said i've grown up with dj you know we played against each other for, uh, in junior college college and then when the pros we knew that when dj came to boston that our work was really cut out for us and i'm gonna mention another name but let me finish a little bit about him bob is that we knew dj would be able to play magic a good defender he didn't have to like and usually when we play smaller teams when magic went in the post teams double team them so dj didn't require the double team on magic in the low post plus he was going to disrupt his dribbling coming up the court as well as dj wasn't a great shooter but he was always that guy that could hit that shot. Mm-hmm. You know, he shot enough, and he could hit a cup. But you know, if there was a big shot on the line, like he did in L.A. What was in '84? You know, yeah, 80, yeah, he 85. killed that that jumper to take him back to Boston. So 85. DJ was just a tremendous guy, man.
0: You know that we'll never understand. We uh, we all love KC, but he was mysterious sometimes. He didn't have K- DJ on Magic in the beginning of the '84 series yeah. until, until Game Four. Which we thought was amazing.
2: changed everything.
0: (laughs) So now, DJ, not only is he guarding Magic, but, you know, he scored 20 points in each of the last four games of that series. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me throw this one at
2: you. I got you. Hold up, Bob. Hold up. Let me ask you this. Yeah. One other player. And this guy scared the shit out of me. And you know what? I I, I really appreciate it. Len Bias. When the Celtics drafted Len Bias, that was the scariest our organization had ever been. Because we knew now they had the talent. Uh, with us, James Worthy coming, to say, we, you guys had a kid, man. And it's so unfortunate about him not being here with us. We knew that we had our, I mean, you guys um, could put a lineup out there six, nine and up.
0: I saw him, I happened to be, and I don't know what the hell I was doing there. I really don't. And I was in Cameron Indoor Stadium the night he dropped 40 on, on Duke. And and uh, I saw it up close and personal, what he could do. And, and um, I think he, I don't know that he would have been that magic michael larry level but he would have been the worthy level player yeah
2: for sure. he would have been
0: that 10-year all-star gone to the hall of fame uh, you know maybe make a one or t- one one first team and make a bunch of seconds and thirds you know he would have been i think he would have been that's the guy i think of in terms of the level of talent uh and now i'll tell you something um twice and over the course of time coach k certifications told me that the, the two toughest opponents he ever had were Michael Jordan and Lynn Bias.
2: Lynn Bias. Yep. Great, great and, player. Go uh, ahead, you know, Larry
0: me. I mean all happened in like in a 24, 36 hour, you know, period from the time he was drafted to the time he died. But yeah. Larry was went immediately on record saying, I'm gonna come to camp early. I want to work with this guy. Larry was excited. He had yeah. seen enough to know that he was gonna be oh, you know, it's it's just a horrible story. Yeah. Um uh, right, here's what I ask you. Um 84. I've talked to Pat Riley about it. I've talked to, you know. The, the McDale take, I believe the McHale takedown changed Wiley's outlook on basketball forever. And and I think it led to him being, the, coaching the thug ball in New York, but it also, he, was, he decided I'm never gonna get out toughed again. And and uh, I, I think that was the most amazing single play to turn a, a, a,
2: a, a you know, a, a series around that I've ever seen. Well, um, you know, about, I actually was gonna ask you about that. Did you think, think that play was legal? <laughs> oh, listen, I, I, I talked to oh my god, today he would have been hey, he not oh, only today would today he'd be gone for a long, long gone for a year.
0: He not only would've would have been thrown out of the game, he possibly could have been suspended for the series.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, there's no doubt. I mean it was it was and uh, you know what Max you know what Max says about it. And, and and i know nick's heard it yeah we know what he 500 said. 500 times yeah. nick's heard it right about yeah. you, you guys were after that you guys were uh you were you were walking across the street against the light and then after that you guys look both ways before crossing for the rest <laughs> <of> the- <laughs> <laughs> that, but you that know what time.
2: to answer your question that changed our whole mentality about uh playing against the celtics because again, it was always we were thought as that soft team, a running team, and now we knew that we had to take a step up, or we never ever would beat you guys again. And that, you know what? Uh, in, in a way, I hate McHale for it, but I also congratulate him for that because, like you said, that changed the series and that changed our our mental toughness.
0: And the source, it's the least likely guy that you, you would have picked yeah. to to do it. You know, we would never the last guy in the team do, you know, ML did that. You would have gone, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. But uh, not not with the
2: uh, well. Even, in reality, we thought he actually tripped into that play. Because he was so slow and he was behind. <laughs>
0: um, I believe that the better team won. Did not win in '84, and 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 might not have. But the better team might not have won in '85 either. I yeah. think that they, they. I know you guys believe you should have won '84, and I and I, I concur. I mean that. And if it weren't for that series, that play, you would have. And uh you know, it was. You know, by the way, game. That game it turned out to be a wonderful overtime game, though. You know, and uh, that was a terrific game. But anyway, um, all the great what ifs, you know. But you mentioned bias, and why? You know, you beat them in '87. They, they, their bench was shot. You know, they had yeah. and Kevin was hurt, and you know, but somebody's always hurt. You '89, God, I know you guys were hurt, and and you know, against the Pistons, I know that. And um, anyway, um, th- that 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 series was '84 was a, but it was a great series for the league to put focus on the league, you know. But you know,
2: Bob, from '1980 to '89. I think there were so many good teams is that the Celtics and the Lakers, we truly wore ourselves out by, you know, because for us, when, whenever the Celtics won it, they had 82 championship games. They had to come, then they had the playoffs and all that same yep. thing with us. And finally us meeting every game was so intense and we only made the Detroit's the Philadelphia 76ers, we made them other teams get better and better. So it made it very hard and basketball. How about Milwaukee? Milwaukee was good. Exactly. In yep.
0: Atlanta, you know,
2: here's what I believe. Now, you're aware of the,
0: the Bird Magic, you know, Michael, Bird-Dominic shootout in 88. Yep, yep. I'm tell you guys watch, you watch it, I'm sure. Okay. Um, I believe if the Hawks had won that game in that series, that would have changed NBA history. For, they would have, They would have been around for a while. Yeah. I think I think it was the most yeah I really think that was think about that team it was tree it was it was Kevin um, Willis. uh Kevin Willis, Kevin Willis and Dominique and Doc, Doc and, huh? and Randy Whitman Randy Whitman went Randy 10 Whitman. for 12. Randy Whitman went 10 for 12 that afternoon. Yeah. Doc had 16 points and 18 assists that day. And it was a here's one I don't know if you noticed that game the final score was 118-116 and in that game 234 points a combined total of 15 30%. turnovers.
2: Wow, didn't know that. That's um, basketball that's there,
0: it was it was as high level as '80s basketball is going to get.
2: Uh, yeah,
0: it was. so that Bird's last stand there, Bob? No, uh, at '91 when he 91. came on, he hurt the head on the floor and came yeah. back and beat the, Indiana. That was really yeah. the last stand. Then he had a forty, I think he had a forty-six point nine in March of '92 against Portland. And, and yeah, England March last year.
1: That that game, I know he bricked the first shot, and Marv Albert was busting him bad, and then all of a sudden, dude, he just took over. Did he trash talk to you, Coop? Who? Larry. Larry. <laughs> Larry. Uh,
2: <laughs> you know what? He tried one time, but and I've heard this from several people, especially DJ. He said, "You know what?" Uh, and, and this is the same thing with me. I tried to trash talk Larry. But it didn't do either one of us any good. So, what we did is instead of using all that energy on running your mouth, you got into your head and got mentally yep. tough. And so, Larry, he said one thing to me one time, and it was a play uh, in the 80, 84 finals. And we were playing in Los Angeles, and he's come up as he was, we had just scored and we were coming down the floor. And he looked over at me because I'm trying to be up in his face. He said, Cooper, I'm getting ready to wear your ass out so i got in my best defensive stance and i'm getting down and larry goes under the basket and and paris comes down and sets the screen so he comes off of the screen and i'm like right there with him he catches the ball he goes up to shoot and kareem steps out too i'm there so both of us got our hands up for the shot i don't know how that guy this man this player great player got that ball to paris because i mean we had a vision block he got it to and hit paris for a layup and mm-hmm. he scores so he's going down the court and he turns to me and he chuckles. he said told you and that right there was, was enough kidding. you know so i mean that showed me how great <laughs> of a player he was because nine out of ten times that was a steal for us or a block going the other way yeah, he makes yeah. that play so no
0: i gotta say i'm glad we're uh, with not you're, you're here um everybody we remember a game four in 87 was the game you know with the magic wins yeah, i
1: wanted to ask okay. about that Go home, okay but
0: getting- and and you know Larry after Larry hit that and Larry hits in the short, in the corner and all that okay uh but what I remember you guys were 15 down early in the yeah. fourth in the third and and it was you hit a huge three. I don't know if it was a go ahead or a tie. But they left him wide
2: open. But it nobody got right in
0: front of me, and I'm, and I'm, I'm. Thinking, Don't leave him open. And is... <laughs> he hit that
1: three, and I think that's what get put the the score out to one, which is I know it was a huge three, and it was yeah, it was right yeah, it a huge three. Well, so let me ask you guys this on eighty four real quick. Go ahead, Coop. You want to say? No, something? no, go, 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 Nick. All right. So Magic makes the baby hook, or Bird hits the big three over Worthy in the corner. Magic makes the baby hook. First of all, Kareem would have gotten that rebound. You would have won anyway, the Lakers. When Larry hit that or launched that two-second shot in the corner, from it was dead on. Did you? Oh, all, I thought it
2: was game. I thought it was game I it was myself. Over. I, I couldn't believe Worthy had let him get open I know. for I got that so, second.
1: Mr. got so open. Yeah. yeah, what did Do you think it was over?
2: I thought it was over. You Bob, know, I was, thought that, you know that they were going to win. And you could tell by the look on his face after he was shocked that he missed that shot. Shocked,
1: shocked. So was Pat Riley. (laughs) His face was like, oh, he relaxed.
2: But finally, we got a a break from the little leprechaun that was on our basket, (laughs) knocking shots away. He knocked that all the way for us. But uh, listen, you listen to the Showtime with Coop. We have the great, amazing Bob Ryan here. Bob, a couple more questions for you, okay? Uh, Name your top five and I'm gonna put uh, within the last, uh, let's go the top five 80 Celtic players.
0: Not top 80, okay, well obviously 80s. Robert, Larry and Kevin and Robert and DJ, there's four, so you know, like, uh, uh, in the 80s. So the, the question, who's the fifth one? And <laughs> um, am I forgetting somebody obvious? Um, I, You know, I might, I'm just gonna say we had Danny, we had uh, Swedman, we had
2: Football is back and Bet Online is your number one source for all your football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football odds, news and game matchups, including this year's opening week games. BetOnline is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, free contests and live scores. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, hey Bob, listen. Don't worry I, about it, because you can put anybody with that group. I let's think your current top it might
0: well be. It might be that starting five. It might be Danny that starting five they had in 86. Okay, it's, let's it's, go all time
2: easy. then. Yes, five all time Celtics. Okay, well, this the
0: four. Here's the here's the argument. There's four you can't argue in my mind. You can't argue, right? Russell, Bird, Cousy, because of his historical accomplishments and and his role in the world of basketball, Mister Basketball, and all that, and Havlicek easy question is who's number five and there's there's really about four candidates and, and I'm going to go I'll go in alphabetical order and then all right uh let's see uh that would be uh the, alphabetically it would be Cowens um uh J.K. Uh, J.K. uh Jones as in Sam Mikhail and, pa- and and Pierce Ooh, that's good and um it's down to McHale and Pierce for me and uh now why uh, Pierce what makes Pierce
2: in that, that? And
0: I'm going to say Pierce and I'll tell you why and I've said this I've written this and said this Nick's heard it and we've people have read it and, and when I first wrote this what did I take a ton of shit, you know from people I said this is after he scored like 40 points against the um uh Pacers in a playoff game and he it, it just got to the line at will he did I said he's the greatest all-around scorer in Celtic history. Nobody has been able to find had more ways to put the ball in the basket than than Paul Pierce as a Celtic. Um, you know, he could get his shot, unlike, you know, Larry. Hey, you know, you you got you you could keep Larry from getting his shot at times. Or you could keep him, to, but he 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 never needed to be open. Never. He he was a great finisher on the break. And he had three point range, obviously, and he could get to the line and make them That's when strong. he got there. I said he was a throwback across between the 50s and the 2000s. He's the two guys in, in the last 20 years, Coop, that I think I could have projected back in the 50s, looking perfectly normal, you know, with the game. And the other one was Manu Ginobili. And I said, at one time, Pierce had a game. A guy said he bamboozled his way to 30 points, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know yeah. you know what I'm talking about. He, yeah. he, he could he, would, he flopped. He could flop but he, but he oh, was yeah. great and he had to duck up and uh, ducking up and under and the whole package but he no would check it needed to be open you know for the most when he got open God knows right. you know he, but you know he he, he was not a in your face guy that much but so I'll play Cooper of course it pains me I love Kevin but I gotta be honest I uh, I think Cooper just I mean Cooper I think I, I I think Pierce deserves that honor
2: Bob I'm asking a really hard question now okay your your, uh top five all-time laker players okay well number one i'm gonna go
0: and and um i'm starting with elgin baylor who was I am the vice president of the fan club, regional president of the fan club. I was honored to have written the forward to Bijan Bain's biography of Elgin Baylor. I talk about how Elgin Baylor is the most important individual offensive player in the last sixty years. He changed basketball and introduced stuff that we had never seen before, and he's not being remembered properly. So you start with that, okay? Then we go with with Magic, then we go with with Jerry, and and, and Kareem, of course, and and Jerry. So there's four, and uh, and then you know I would Kobe, and of course Kobe. You know I, I'm. Excuse me, You have to go with Kobe. So that that's a quick thing off the top of my head. If I've forgotten somebody obvious, okay. But
2: yeah, that, that, I'll, I'll live with those five. Yeah, you forgot LeBron James. Yeah, what about LeBron? I, got, I, I don't think about Bob, oh, you God. forgot James Worthy. You forgot Michael no, I didn't forget James Worthy. I didn't
0: forget him. I'm. Um, you know, I'm, this is hey. What the proof? These two franchises. You know have more great players than anybody else exactly You're right it's that simple so not you know really you right. you, have, you go 10 12 deep and, and you can make arguments and
2: and uh i don't think of lebron as a laker though
0: you know i mean right now you know uh it, it's it's so, like uh, bob
2: when you see him what do you think of him as a cavalier or yes. I mean, a, a heat I, I, he's become a citizen of the world you know kind of thing you
0: know <laughs> yeah like, like the like the the like the uh not Barry Bonds, his daddy. The Bobby Bonds of basketball, you know, played for everybody. In the, and, and but uh, no, I don't think of him. But yeah, I don't think of him as a Laker. Obviously, okay, I'm gonna but, say uh, that to you, Bob. About- but he's on my, you know, yes, me with my all time five. You know, obviously he's obviously okay. He's on my all time five.
2: When the Lakers win the championship this year, you mm-hmm. gotta think of him as mm-hmm. a as a, a you, will, Laker. I, you will remind me, I'm sure. I'm you know. <laughs> for sure I will. Is this year uh, is
1: he due to is he due to pass Kareem and Magic this year? Is he's gonna pass season? everybody, right? It's yeah. gonna
0: pass
2: Kareem.
1: And that's something I mean, amazing suggest- about
2: that young man. We're getting ready to see something historical happen, man. I really don't want to when see. When Kareem him, broke yeah. Wilt's record in Vegas yeah. that time, now we're getting ready to see. I really do, I think he's gonna get it early in the season, too. Well, so
0: hey, what,
2: what Wait a minute, How, what was
0: it
1: like when when Kareem and Wilt met up at the forum after Kareem broke Wilt's record? Because Wilt was pissed about that, wasn't
2: he? Well, he was pissed. But you know, what? they had such a great friendship because as a young person, Kareem him young. So I don't think there was too much animosity. And again, I think one p- thing people got to always remember, records are, mi- are made to be broken. broken. So I don't think that there was too much on that. I just think there was more hoopla of of Kareem breaking his record, then Wilt actually setting the record. And I think that's what he kind of got offended about. Got offended but about. I think yeah, LeBron- and,
0: yeah. and one reason, yeah, when when Wilt did what Wilt did, I mean, the NBA didn't have the prominence, the coverage. It, there was no, you know, there was no ESPN. There was no internet. I mean, Wilt's last year was 72, 73. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, it's a whole different world then. The, the, the whole coverage was the same. So there was no way it was gonna be, get the kind of notoriety. I mean, look what, look what Aaron Judge today. Look at the, the you know, the spotlight oh, on Aaron really Judge. Yeah. It, Maris didn't have that spotlight. Sixty-one, no. he had it in New York, but it was nothing like it is here. You know now, yeah. that's understandable. You
2: know, Bob, who's your goat all time? Matt, Michael, Jordan,
0: Michael, Michael. I mean, it's a. I. Right, I have to start I have to one little preface. I separate centers. Anytime this argument comes up, I separate centers. You know, remember people, younger people don't know what a center is, but they used to be tied with have his back to the basket. You know, and you throw him the ball, and he scored. Maybe took a hook shot. You know, (laughs) you know, uh, rebound pass. Okay, Uh, I separate centers. My all-time all-around player is is Michael. You know, I can't. You can't refute Michael. Um, And and my all-time team is very simple. Uh, I, I still want to start with Russell. And if you want to argue Kareem or, or Wilt, I certainly, I understand it. Those three and centers. And then you go with um, the forwards are Larry and LeBron and, and the guards are Michael and Magic. That's my yeah. team. Now, um, but the centers thing, you know, of course now it's really amazing because people don't even really know what a center is. But but I always say, Coop, if you're going to talk about the all-time, just t- players out of context now, now we got to talk them all together. And who are the best five or 10 players? Those three centers have to be in the top yeah ten, five ten and and I and you might say top five so you take those three guys and then you take um Michael and LeBron and and I'm afraid I'm gonna to, to put magic and Larry as sixth and seventh man
2: I'm afraid rubo
0: true uh, today's Bob. game
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bob today's game do you like it no I,
0: I, I, I it's just out of balance I mean you, I, I don't like seeing games with guy teams going 12 for 40 on threes and, you know, and, and, and it's the whole game is threes and guys, everybody used to run for three, you know, three on two for a layup. And now you run three, you, know, you run the fan out in the corner to, to, to spot up for the three. Although, by the way, the first three point shot in the history of the league technically was by Chris Ford. And that's what he did that very first night in 1979. He ran to the corner and took that little, that little bitty set <laughs> shot, you know, with the rise about that much off the ground, you know, and, <laughs>
2: Um, well, I remember old forty-two. I do remember him.
0: Oh, no, but he made that. That's the irony. and of course, he he we went and made a one time. Get this, you ready, Coop? One time, he he scored
2: a, at least a three in twenty-four out of twenty-five games. Wow. We were in awe. You know? And that was when it was a man shot. Now this shot they shoot now is a little bit better than high school.
0: But, but but uh it's just it's taken over the game. I call it the high it's hijacked the game. And you know, I mean I, I said earlier you'll we'll never see another Mikhail. We won't, we won't. Not the way the game is now. Yeah. All right, off the top of your head right now, if I say postman in the NBA today, because anybody come to mind, I got like two guys to come to mind.
2: To- I got uh, uh the kid Jokovic in Denver. Uh and the other one is I, I would like to say MB, but he's never at the underneath the basket. The other huh? one would probably be um no. I think uh, Embiid's there more than Jokovic is, though. Yokovic,
0: I sure. think, of more as a passer that's, from the high that's post. Who would um, you say, Bob? I'll tell you the other way. It's Embiid, and you know who else can do it, but once again, he's not encouraged to do it. Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, yeah like him, yeah.
2: like him. He can
0: do it, but who's asked to do it? Yeah. Do it, do it? yeah. The whole time. Time. Don't you love it? Don't you love it when they throw the ball into a, a big guy, and he's got a two-foot jump hook, and he throws it out in the corner? Don't you want to barf? <laughs> Robert Reeves <laughs> does that all the time here. You know. And all the time that's the way he was taught though it's not his fault yeah that's the way he was raised
1: bob <laughs> i remember when uh larry off the break he'd be dribbling down the court and he'd pull up for a three and the broadcasters go, oh larry bird has such you know guts to do that they do that every game now oh, and they pass the game, up great yeah.
0: shots oh no that's for, the game the game is to i mean they, they can get to the basket they stop at the three-point line <laughs> just don't get no, it. it's, a, it's a different game i like the yeah. fact that the warriors still find a way to move yeah. the ball and play right yes if everybody could play like them, but well, you know, guess what? It's like anything else. There's better team, good people and better people, and they happen to have a monopoly on, on this. And, and, you know, that's why I enjoy watching them play.
2: Bob, can the Celtics win a championship in the, in the next two years?
0: They have the personnel to make a serious, serious run. As you know, they came within two games of doing it last year and, and look at their core group group, you know, the, the three core guys are 27, 25 and 25,
2: you know, yeah, that's good.
0: Smart, uh, uh, tatum is still getting better and you know he got he got a lot of criticism for his you know not playing as well in the finals as he should have or could have and i think he's going to benefit i think he'll i have faith in him that he's a he'll take this the right way you know and
2: and bob you know what i was going to say don't you think he missed his chance last year of becoming that great player that elite player
0: right then yeah he did yeah. but it's not gone yeah he threw an opportunity and how many you're going to get but he's still you know so only 25 years old now you know we, we we have to you know there's an elephant in the room the the x factor of well there's two one is Williams is hurt again and yeah, Robert yeah. Williams has played 178 out of a potential 324 games in four years and he's out again and he might be out till January
2: what, what's wrong well with him Bob is his knee still? You
0: no know, no in the knee then Ball he was weak. You yeah. had to have a second operation. Wow! And so did they make a mistake in, in for in playing him in the playoffs? I mean, you know, it's, it's always something. And well, you're very. Why did he wait, Bob? Why did he wait? I don't know why and, and who's that. responsible for that. I don't know. But well, you got to have him to be that. whole. I mean, they don't have you know. He gives them a dimension yeah. that that you know makes them a very very dangerous team. So yeah. without him, so the first three months, you know, I don't know what to expect. And then we go the coaching thing. That's a total X factor. We have no idea yeah. how it's going to
2: affect. Yeah. I like that Williams kid. I really like him. I mean, the energy no, box the shots board. run the floor. I love him, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, but the key is getting him out there. It's yeah, him. Once again, he's not going to be there.
1: He must have said three times on media day. I played injured in the in the finals last year. I played injured. in the Okay, bro. We all play injured in the finals last year. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's injured by the finals. I get it.
2: You know, I played injured I, in the finals. He sprang his finger and he was writing. And Bob was kind of having, didn't you have to write some games left handed? I heard Bob. No, uh, no in the finals <laughs> you weren't injured like that
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah right oh yeah i forgot about that
2: last question we
1: watched last year bob he, yes he on the court i i think he he he's amazing right he's he's, he's great but he, we watched his personality develop throughout the year from a someone who couldn't look at the camera in a press scrum who mumbled to, I don't know if they got a voice coach or, or a. a talk, I miss coach. what
0: you're talking about. I'm sorry.
1: Tatum. Tatum. Oh, Tatum. The transformation in the in, with the media. I think of you a lot, Bob, because you always say Larry Bird transformed oh, like that. He grew up in our career. Yeah, he did. So, and Tatum, between New York and San Antonio this past year, it was like it came together. And all of a sudden he became charismatic. And now he's like a leader. He's saying leadership type things. This is encouraging to me.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, he is—you know—he is the most skilled player in the team, you know, and there's no yeah. doubt about it. I know Jalen Brown would probably object, but but that's <laughs> okay. uh, but he is, and he should be the leader. If he, it's nice, you want your best player to be a leader type, and and he's grown into it. It's not natural for everybody. God, I mean, how many teammates did you have cooped it? You know, with different people, personalities, and and you know, not everybody's fit in fit, for that role. And uh, um, so I'm glad he's grown into it. And I, that's why I say uh, I'm confident. I'm not can't guarantee that he'll benefit from the experience of the playoffs in a better in a good way that he'll take the heart the criticisms and understand where he fell short and what he should have done and, and, and do it better the next time
1: he'll uh-huh. also benefit from the rest because let's not forget he did the olympic that the bubble the, the olympics i mean they just went all these players went non-stop who played in the olympics
2: now i'm so sorry for them nick that's why they get paid this kind of money you well, play that
1: I'll get canceled you can say that i can't <laughs>
0: But you know, he's an unusual, he, he's in an unusual circumstance. And, and, and I've you know been around for 53 years, so we're looking at this thing. But I never saw an, another Celtic player, young man, young, young man who was in custody of, of a child. That, yeah, that yeah. he wasn't was responsible. We have we do not know a single thing about who is the mother of what, where, where she lives, or whether she had. ever heard of it. We have no idea about it. It's, he and his mother are taking care of Deuce, and, such and a good that's an awesome responsibility for any you know for and, and when you it, it's unusual. There's not many single fathers of that taking over yeah. young people that I've ever known in this league. In fact, the answer is I don't know any others. So he's yeah. he's living an unusual life, and who knows what kind of internal. Pressure yep. He has
2: really good last yeah. question, Bob, for you. Okay. Who wins the championship this year?
0: Mm, 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 mm. Um, well, I, I, I I'm trying to think if there's anybody capable of knocking off the Warriors? Uh, really when it's down for a seven game series, I think they got one last stand. Warriors.
2: The Warriors you're going have the
0: one last stand. And I think the, the key, uh, will be, um, if Draymond's got enough left in the tank uh, to, to do what he does, because he he's in a he's a very important part of that puzzle, in and you know both ends of the floor, and uh, and he there have been signs that you know it's starting to wind down, you know, and and um, other than that, and I think you know other than that, uh, remember they got an addition this year, Wiseman. We keep hearing he's a he's going to be a force. We haven't seen it yet, but you know that's a new dimension that they that will happen. them. So I, I'm not
2: going to pick against them. Bob, I got to put my hat on to say this. Okay, <laughs> Bob, I love you. I thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I've always had ultimate respect for you and your writing, man. Just thank you, thank you, thank you so much, sir. And you're welcome, Thanks, and go Lobos. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Bob, thank you, man. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>
1: Appreciate you, Bob. you. Thanks, guys. Okay. That was great. A lot of fun, guys. Hey, hey Coop, Coop before cool. you go, Coop. See all that behind Bob? That's not a green screen. Those are real fucking books. I know. <laughs> that's what I said. He read books. He got a book. You have Michael Cooper's
2: No Slack back there.
0: No. Bob, no. You got to have Michael. I got Cooper. my latest book. But I...
2: <laughs> you got to get Michael Cooper's book? No Slack. Bob, is about that thin, and it's a real readable book. You all you right, on, probably I'll... read it in fifteen minutes. Now, was okay. it a coloring book,
1: Mike? Was it a coloring book or was it where the words? <laughs> Either way, it's a Laker book. Take care, of Bob. That's... It. <laughs> okay. Take care,
0: Bob. Thank you. Okay, okay Nick. Cool. Bye. That's great. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Have you me. fun.
1: A lot of fun, Bob. You had fun.